So welcome to my podcast. This is a basically a new um, podcast for me. So if I'm nervous, you have to just excuse me. Um, what it is 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 I want to start a podcast on about disused airfields around Britain. Now we've got thousands upon thousands of disused airfields around Britain. Now I live in Taunton, Somerset, which is near, you know, Bristol, just down the road, West Western Supermarket. Now we've got four. Um, disused airfields well one that's still active you've got Dunkerswell which is still active airfield you've got Combehead you've got Western Zordon and you've got to me the, the most historic one of all which is um, a pottery now for you there were World War Two fans out there um, you know basically a pottery is where um, you know if you watch Band of Brothers you, then you'll know what I'm on about. But for those World War Two people that think, oh my God, you know, a pottery is just a normal airfield. Well, no, it's historic. Um, it's where 101st Airborne 506 took off from to make their, you know, make their drops. Um, now I used to live just down the road from um, Combehead. Now Combehead has had many many over the years many many uh names it's had tricky warren it's had church Stan, and it's had combhead now I, like i said to you i used to live up near combhead and oh my god the minute you basically stand in the middle of the room where you don't know you're in the middle of a disused airfield the minute you 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 see a bird's eye view of it then you get to realize what it is actually like now, my argument to the MOD is, well, hang on, you've got Dunkerswell, um, basically, that's that's running and active. You can go and see parachuters jump. You can, you know, go and see planes. You know, they're only small biplanes or Cessnas that take off and land. Why can't you do it with Combhead? Why can't you do it with a pottery? You know, it wouldn't, it would, yes, it would take a couple millions, but, you know, why have we got to leave these disused airfields to be relic, to be, you know, gathering, you know, farmland or things like that? Now, Combhead, for some reason, has been locked off. It's been locked off for the past couple of years. Now, I managed to get hold of somebody who um, owns Park Combhead, and basically their, their words were, well, you know, it is to do with fly tipping. Now, you know, yes, I understand where where they're coming from, but you know, it's historic. Why should we have to not be allowed to go on an airfield like that? You know, if you got to Dunkerswell, they do do tours, but you know, you, you you'd be paying for it. Now, to me, it's why should you be paying for it? You know, we pay for these airfields over the number of years that there's men out there and women out there that fought for their country. Now I'm doing research on, on Combhead, I've been doing it for the past couple of years. Um you know, we've had um some good squadrons there that were there that we've had three oh six, three oh two and three oh three squadron. Now they're Polish. So whoever's out there that's thinks oh you know that's wrong at the end of the day they fought for the country you know they didn't have to they just became they just came here and they you know they, they fought for their country um they they would basically help defend you know devon and mostly cornwall from you know attacks from the germans because without these airfields without these these fighters uh, that defended them we, 
you know, we would have the Taunton Blitz, we'd have the Bridgewater Blitz, the Western Blitz, and, and you know, things like that. But when you get up to the, this airfield up close, and you know, then you'll understand how historic it, it, you know, it is. You've got, you know, the most famous landmark to me is the best, the the, the, the landmark of all, which is um, the World War Two Watchtower. Now, you know, I've been inside of it, and it, it, you don't get that eerie sort of feeling like other other um, disused airfields. This one, you get a historic feeling that when you look outside and you know you you see what it was like then you know all you've got to do is just shut your eyes and you know you're transported back 70 70 odd years ago to um when it used to be an active sort of runway um it's not just that you have um offices ju just down the road which you, you know the when you know the officers need to go and see an officer you know it was a five minute walk um there is a lot of buildings that are, are in Comhead that are still you know to this day you, you know if you look at them you think wow that used to be like this or you this, that used to be like that I mean if you go on Comhead's website which I mean they've not got a website but if you go on the research website you know, they will turn and tell you this is what it used to be for. Um, it's eighty-seven pages long, um, and I've I've basically just quickly flicked through it, and you'll get an understanding that this just this is just not an, a, a runway. This is a full-blown active, you know, airfield that this these squadrons used to go out and just fight. Um, you know, they had help from Dunk as well, they had help from a pottery, they had help from Weston's Oiland. Now, um to be honest, I, I think Weston's Oiland there's n is not much happening over there. It's just where they do um banger racing things like that. But with Combhead, you know, you can walk around and you can see the old what they call the blister hangers. Um it's where they used to fix the Spitfires and you know the hurricanes and um like i said you've got the watchtower you've got um some old toilets that are still there um and then you you've got um well i mean it's, it's where the uh farmer sticks is Belhay, but they call it the parachute um building it's where they used to make parachutes and if you go on comb if you type in comb head it will show you what they used to be like um and you've got some old gun turrets that are still there that if you go inside of it you can get this this strong feeling of what they used to defend against for, from German bombers now when I've done my research and I've you know and I've looked at you know why this airfield was so active as far as I was aware that um this 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 airfield never had an attack you know, I, I've been doing research for a good couple of years and there's not one bit of information I know that that these these Germans tried to attack this airfield because they knew they had three squadrons, you know, go up there and try to, you know, defend their um, airfield. But as you, as you look around the outside, then you do get a sense of feeling that, you know, this airfield was an active airfield. Um, and if you go on Google Maps and you type in Comhead, 
you know, and you look at it and you think, oh my God. But then if you go onto another website, which I don't know, I can't remember the name of, you can actually see what it was like during the, the 1946s. Because um, they, they did shut it when the old... Um, the blister hangers were basically um, used for when um, the old meteor planes came in. It was just after the um, World War II. Um, they were basically used like in defense of the Cold War um, against, you know you know, Russia and things like that. Now, I've been round the outside of Combhead, um, you know, the, the the outer skirts, the perimeter, and there is things that, you know, are still there nowadays that people don't want you to have a look. Um, there is rumours that I've got from an unknown source that have turned to me apparently they dumped two Jeeps in the, in the hedge and they've dumped... A whole load of things now I've asked several people you know is this true is this true because if so you know wh why aren't historians up there why aren't archaeologists up there taking them out you know preserving them putting them in a museum and no one will literally give me an answer on what what's really up there you know all that's up there is just this derelict buildings these pillar boxes this watchtower um, and these the, this old toilet that, that's still there but to be honest you know we need to keep into this heritage this this history of these um this disused airfield you know why you know why buy this airfield and think to yourself well i'm gonna stick a load of solar panels on there you know i'm gonna plow a load of fields you know if i was the ministry of defense i would have gone no you're not gonna touch it you could offer us millions and we're still literally not going to touch it. You know, you, you're not going to buy this piece of land because people want to go up there and they want to walk around and they want to remember, you know, the Polish pilots that were, you know, that, that flew there, that, you know, spent most of the times there. Um, I, I think we shouldn't have to be charged. And there is a company up, up Dunk as well that would charge you. And, I'm, and to be honest, that is absolutely you know, appalling that, you know, you should be charged just to have a look around an airfield for, what, an hour. Yes, I understand where the owner is coming from and, you know, they don't fly tipping, but as long as the owner is present, you know, they can say, well, okay, you can, you, you've got an hour to have a look around. Take as much photographs as you want. Um, unfortunately, no one's ever metal detected up there, so we don't know or piece of research just doesn't know that um whether there's bits of plane that have been stuck up there or ammunition you know all we've all i've been told by research is this what it was used for um this is what it was used after which was during the 1960s which was used as a radio station you can still see you know part of the feet of the masts um aerial photography and old maps you can still see the big masts that were used in the 1960s and then suddenly the MOD decides it wants to go and shut it down and that was it you know when the Ministry of Defence to go and shut it down in the early 60s the airfield was disused you know nothing landed there you know they, they couldn't because there was no aerospace 
the nearest aerospace was Dunkerswell, so basically they had to divert to Dunkerswell, which is still active. Now, my, my argument to the Ministry of Defence is, you know, you, you put that as an active airfield, an active runway. Why can't you just do it to Colmhead? You know, you've got the runway, you've got the watchtower. Yes, like I said in the beginning, you, you know, it's going to take millions and millions to redo that, that runway, redo the watchtower. But just think that if you were to redo that, that runway, that, that airfield, you would get tons and tons of people going up there every day going, wow, this used to be inactive. You know, put barriers around stuff that you didn't want children to to climb up on and, you know, put little plaques going, this is what it used to be. You know, just down the road from me is is an old World War II shed that was buried for nearly 30 or 40 years. And then suddenly when they uncovered it, you know, they, they've put a barrier around there because they don't want children climbing in there. We know what it was for. Why can't they just do it with this airfield? And to be honest, you know, the Ministry of Defence, they, they just want people to just buy these airfields because they just can't be bothered anymore. Well, if you can't be bothered, then just sell the land and people are going to put thousands and thousands and thousands of pound houses on there. And I've read on the website, apparently that's what they were going to do for Colmed. And to be honest, I would have started up a petition to stop all these houses being built. I don't care if, if they have not got the land or the space and they need Combhead. You know, at the end of the day, Combhead is a piece of history. It's where pilots took off from. You know, as far as I know, there's only been one one crash that was near um, Combhead. And, you know, I'm doing some research on it now. Apparently this pilot uh, took off. He was Polish, um, come back from a convoy, crashed into uh, just on a, the, the pub called the Mary Harriers, which is a couple miles down the road. Um, two eyewitnesses stating that this pilot was killed on impact. Now, you know, he fought for, he fought for our British country. You know, he died coming back from, from, from a convoy. You know, yes, he had engine trouble, but you know, he didn't have to. He didn't have to fight for, for, for our country. He did it, and he did it for our airfield. And if you were to go down the road, you can see, you know, Mary Harris Pub. I think it's quite a different name now. And, you know, I bet if you were to ask anybody that lived during that World War II section, they would say, oh, yeah, I remember about this, this crash. But I've done my research, and... You know, I can't find one single person that remembers th this crash. But people may have been deceased um, now that, that, that can remember it. And I, I think we need to keep this heritage, these, these disused airfields, keep going. We need to somehow get a petition to say, look, you know, the Ministry of Defence should, shouldn't be able to um, sell them, you know. Why do farmers need the land? You know, yes, all right, there's a business centre right in the middle of Colmhead. And yeah, fair enough, you know, businesses need a big plot. But at the end of the day, don't put solar panels on there. You know, this is disused airfield. This is not some farming land in, in the future. There's history up there. 
and people need to realize that you shouldn't be a shouldn't be able to charge people just to go and walk around an airfield. Then the day we own that airfield as the Ministry of Defence and the heritage and the public, we own that airfield. Yeah, then you know, then they you know, to charge somebody is appalling. I just want to get people out there to think, okay, yeah, it is extortion. I don't know how much they charged the the, the gentleman didn't say, but you know, it could be twenty, thirty could what just to walk around an airfield for an hour. That's extortion, but you're not going to charge people when they go up and set up a dunk as well and just watch planes, you know, take off and land and watch these skydivers. You know, at the end of the day, it's a free country. Yes, you've got fly tipping at Conway, and I understand that. But, you know, people should be able to book um, online or by telephone just to say, look, you want to come, I, you know, I want to come out and have a look around Conway. I don't want to take my son up there um, just to have a look. Yes, there could be pieces of sharp metal, and I understand where the landowner's coming from, and they don't want kids to come themselves, but at the end of the day, you know, warn the parents, look, there's pieces of sharp metal up there. I don't, I'm not going to take any responsibility if your child slips over and cuts himself. It's your responsibility. You know, all they've got to do is spend a couple of weeks going around the outskirts, going in and out of these pillar boxes, and making sure... You know, there's not pieces of, you know, sharp metal that the kid can cut themselves on, and then just let them have have the roam. As long as there's no fly tipping, they shouldn't be able to, you know, have a problem with that. And I, you know, all I'm just saying is we need to keep these disused airfields alive. You know, hopefully in my next podcast, if this one goes according to plan, you know, my next one would be. You know, the biggest one of them all, which I like as myself, which is a pottery. And people, for, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, people that um, know the World War Two knows that 101st Airborne took over, took off from there. People don't know what I'm on about. You know, read Band of Brothers, watch Band of Brothers. It's heartbreaking and it's it's, you know, warming as 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 a program. And you will understand that. You know, when they bring up the air for the pottery, then you need to sort out your history. You need to have a look at your history and go, wow, this was amazing. The biggest company, you know, of them all took off from there. And, you know, I want to find out more from the Dakota C-47s to 101st Airborne. You know, what, what, what were they like? getting those planes thinking I'm never going to come back again so you know hopefully in my next podcast I'm going to get out there um, I'm going to you know explain more about pottery and about these um, 101st Airborne 506 you know what, what what it was like but also you know what's up there now because you know I've not been up there all I know is that there's there's a plaque so hopefully you've enjoyed this first podcast if there's any you know questions just drop us an email at heyman741 at gmail.com i'm quite happy to answer all your questions so thanks for the thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed this first podcast yo hello folks there's another airfield tales here um i hope you you liked the last um podcast um i surely i did 
when I was recording it. Um, there was a lot of intention to detail on there, a lot of history. Um, on this second episode, we're going to go um, a few miles down the road called um, RAF Apostery. Now, for you history people out there, you know who, who or what was based at RAF Apostery. For people that don't know, um, RAF Apostery was basically featured in um, a miniseries, which is I like very, very much the most, called Band of Brothers. It was basically to do with um, Easy Company of the 506 Parachute Infantry of 101st Airborne. Now, a lot of people go, well, is this true? Is this not true? Of course it's true. They basically um, took off from there or deployed or whatever you want to call it um, on um, Get Ready for uh, 6th of June 1944. Now, um, RAF Apostery is located in Honiton, Devon. Um, it's owned by the Royal Air Force Station and it's owned by the um, USAAF Station. So there's two sort of um, companies that own RAF Apostery. Now, RAF Apostery was uh, officially opened in um, 1944. Uh, for security reasons, it was known AAF-462, reasons during the war, which, you know, nobody knew why or what, why they literally just didn't name it a pottery. But I guess it is for the United States Air Force reasons. Um, it's a military field. So, you know, it, w- it was used during World War II. Um, now, the history towards it, uh, you had... You know, several troops. You had four three nine troop, um, which I guess they're American. You had the ninety first troop, ninety second troop, ninety third troop, and the ninety fourth troop. 